getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to today's episode of The Learning. This is episode two, number three in our series. So the last episode, I started about how to make LinkedIn work for you and why LinkedIn is so important to your marketing. Today, I'm going to focus on a slightly different subject, but related to how to make LinkedIn work as well. See, many people get frustrated by LinkedIn and trying to use it for their business. Do you get frustrated by LinkedIn? I get it. You get frustrated when you don't get the results you want in return for your time and effort on LinkedIn. Of course you would. If you're doing LinkedIn the way people like me suggest you should, and we bang on about how great LinkedIn is, then of course you're going to wonder why you're not getting results. And you're going to wonder, what are you wasting your time? The thing is this, when it comes to LinkedIn, Yes, many people believe in what I call myths. Myths being stories that are just untrue. I mean, like old wives' tales. Now, these stories are done around and people come to believe them and it ultimately affects what you do. So essentially, it makes you do the wrong things or they make you not do the right things on LinkedIn. Either way, if you're not doing the right things, then more chances are you're not going to get prospects and clients your LinkedIn marketing. So today I'm going to try and bust some of those myths, take a hammer to them and show you why you shouldn't believe things are just not true. Now, many of the myths I've seen, I've heard with my own ears from my clients and people who I've spoken to about LinkedIn. Yeah, whenever I hear them, I do what I'm going to do today, which is try to tell people the truth and rather than just leave them to believe fake news you know call it that so i've got 10 big whoppers to try and get through today and you may get a bonus 11 so the 11th one the last one is one that i would say you definitely should not do it's you know it's poor practice it borders on spamming borders on being illegal really so now let's see if we, whether we'll get there by the end of the session we should do that would be the one worth waiting for okay so let's work through People's beliefs about LinkedIn that are just not true. I need to get rid of. Okay, so the first one is, you know, the big one is that LinkedIn is only for looking for a job. Hmm, interesting. Look, since LinkedIn was launched in 2002, admittedly it was a jobs platform. And today it's still, you know, weighted towards people who are looking for jobs. It's a great place. If you're looking for a job, if you're a recruiter, LinkedIn is a place to be. You know, there's no denying that. But so now let's look at the fact. There are about 20 million vacancies on LinkedIn at any one time. When you figure that there's 760 million users on LinkedIn, you can see that most of us are not on there looking for jobs. Now, literally, we're there to build connections, try and generate leads for our business. The days of LinkedIn being just for jobs are long gone. Like I say, LinkedIn is weighted towards jobs because it's got products that help you especially. LinkedIn has packages. Now, one of its biggest package is the recruiter. And the recruiter costs £825 a month. That's about 10, that's nearly 10 grand a year. So now you, you need to use a recruiter if you want to see the people that you're looking for for your vacancies. But most of us don't need recruiter. We have something else called Sales Navigator. But literally, you know, LinkedIn is not just for jobs. LinkedIn is for everyone who wants to connect to the right people that they can potentially sell to. So that's one myth busted. Another myth is that LinkedIn, the free version, is good enough. That's all you need. I disagree profoundly. LinkedIn is a business and it's there to make money. The free version, of course, it works. You, know, you can do, you can find people, you, know, you can do posts, you can engage with people, you can generate leads. But there's a big difference between the free LinkedIn that everyone has and the paid for LinkedIn that 
both people who use LinkedIn properly have. I've mentioned a recruiter already, where if you're looking for people for, for vacancies, you know, a recruiter is the place to be because it gives you things that free doesn't give you. Even if you look at Sales Navigator, which is LinkedIn's lead generation tool, you know, again, Sales Navigator costs money. Nowhere near as much as a recruiter. Sales Navigator is about £60 a month, a bit more, a bit less, whether you pay annually or monthly. And what you get when you pay for LinkedIn is simply, you know, views of people's profiles in full. The notes and offering is restricted. You get better search facilities. And also you get email credits, which are you can send people who don't want to be you know, don't want to connect with the normal person like you and me. You actually break through and connect and connect with them using email. Right. The difference you know, between free and paid is stark. You know, I mentioned that you get you know, greater features to search. So on free LinkedIn, you have about nine search criteria. I can tell you now that most of the time, you know, you just can't narrow down to where you want. If you want to find someone in a profession, of course you can, but you can't find all the professions. And if you want to find someone in your area, in an area, of course you can. But this free LinkedIn is only, you know, largely about major towns and cities. Whereas if you pay for Sales Navigator, you can find people, all of them, you can search and you've got 30 search criteria. So you can find people by headcount, you know, you can find them by postcode, find how long they've been in a company, you can find the company's revenue, you can find them by literally every which way you can think of. You can narrow down your target people if you pay for LinkedIn. Of course, I pay for LinkedIn. I couldn't do what I do without paying for LinkedIn. And if you want results, then it's worth looking at paying for LinkedIn, but only if you're going to use it properly. If you're going to pay for it and then just leave it to rot and use it once or twice a month to try and find 10, 10 or so connections, it's not worth paying for. And if you work on LinkedIn, if you use LinkedIn as a, as a tool for your lead generation, use it consistently, use it daily really then it's well worth paying for so on to number three we know how great linkedin is we know the concentration of business people that are on linkedin all right does that mean that ads are the way to go and if you advertise and lots of people see your ads of course you're going to generate prospects are you really you know are ads the only way to go on linkedin definitely not you know ads have their purpose don't get me wrong you know but there's reasons why i don't pay for ads on linkedin you know one big reason is that ads are costly. On LinkedIn, are you looking at, you know, the pay-per-click is an option. Of course, you can pay for views, pay for impressions. Now, if you pay-per-click, now we're looking at two to five pound minimum, and that's two to five pound minimum per click, which can go, you know, can, it can cost you up to anything, you know, 50 pounds per click. Of course, if you get the clicks and you get conversions, then it's worth paying for. But for most of us, that it's just not worth paying for ads that are so costly. Now, LinkedIn is more effective than platforms like Facebook and Twitter for ads, but it can be very costly. Now, when it comes to ads, you, know, you have to look at the fact that the LinkedIn, you know, on a good day, you, know, you might get 0.8%, 1% click-through rate. So you, know, you can work out how, you know, from that, you might get on a very good day, 6%, 5% conversion, because it depends on who, you know, what your business is and what you sell. A lot of people get a lot less than that. So it's up to you whether you want to spend money on ads. Now, some will say to you that it's probably better to pay for sponsored posts, sponsored content on LinkedIn. That's where, you know, your ads are in people's timeline, you know, people's feed rather than in their inbox. And, but you know, there's many ad options on LinkedIn. 
And even if you want to explore them, they can work for you. Then it's worth doing repeatedly because you know your target market's there and you're making money that you want to make. It's worth it's value for money for you. How many times have you clicked on an ad on LinkedIn? You now, whether there's an ad, you know, a post that you see as an advert, or whether it's you know, a message in your message in your inbox that you see that you click on. How many of those have you actually bought from? I think and I made my point. The fact you don't click on ads yourself tells you that most people don't click on ads either. There's nothing, almost nothing you can't achieve on LinkedIn without ads. If you know how to use LinkedIn properly, you can use the paid for organic search facilities to find people you want to find. And if you're diligent and you follow the right processes, including not doing some of the myths that we're, that we're covering today, you can get people interested in what you do and then get them to make inquiries and potentially buy from you. Ads are good. They're not everything on LinkedIn. Okay, the second sort of section of myths I want to cover today is about posts. People, some people have some strange beliefs about posting on LinkedIn, which I just find strange and I think it's ultimately unhelpful. So what, one of the big ones is the idea that you should only post great content on LinkedIn, great content, amazing content. What's that mean? You know, what, what does that mean? What's great? Don't post any content on social media unless it's great, unless it's good and actually engaging. Don't post that content anyway. You know, when, when the people who say they want to post great content, they end up posting once in a while what they think is amazing. You know, whereas, say, when LinkedIn themselves say that you should post at least twice every business day, no more than twice. On average, people post on, on LinkedIn three times a week. Uh, I post on LinkedIn every day, twice a day, weekends included, because you know the post serves a purpose. You know, your posts are, I suppose I see it as brand storytelling, not just filling up the internet with content. You know, you're you are trying to get people to see your business, your services. You know how you can help people, how you help people, what you do, who your staff are. If you've got good content, share it on LinkedIn. There's no need to wait to only share one your post once every so often. Now, if you post, let's say you post once a week, that's as good enough. That's not posting at all, really, in my books, because the chance of people seeing your post is very little. Now, what chance is there of me being online looking at my timeline when your post goes out? Very little. The more the more often you post, more chance of me seeing your post, potentially engaging your post. Now, it may be what triggers me to take action and uh, look at you, look at your profile and see what, what you actually do. If I never see your post, then the chances are, oh, like two ships in the wind, we just carry on sailing by. So that's, that's the post dealt with. Um, so one other belief that people have about posts is that the people who engage with your posts are potential customers. In other words, people like a comment on your post, then hunker down, you know, literally, stalk them you know don't let them go hold on to them for dear life because they're potential customers no no it doesn't work like that you know i engage with posts for lots of different reasons one because it's your post because i know you i would like your posts just be polite you know and if i like if i like a post it just means i like a post it doesn't mean i want to buy from you you know so please if i like your post don't chase me down and, you know, don't use that as a cue to start trying to push your service down my throat. You know, there's other ways to find out if I'm interested. Of course, you know, you can get, of course, you, can, you know, you can message me and find out if I am interested. Of course, you have to connect with me first. You know, literally, don't take my like or share 
as a reason to think I'm going to be a customer. Doesn't always happen that way. Now, as a related myth to people who engage with your posts are your customers, is the idea that if you just wait for your posts to go out, then you'll get a steady list of prospects. It's not true. You know, literally, you're trying to get leads and inquiries from organic posts on social media is miserable, and it just takes way too long. Like I say, people like posts, people engage with posts, people ignore posts. You know, it doesn't mean that, you know, you cannot rely on just your post alone to get people to potentially buy from you. You know, if you want to make LinkedIn work, if you want to actually want, if you want to set a stream of inquiries and leads and prospects, then there's things you actually have to do. Now, being passive is not the answer. You know, being active and how you, you use LinkedIn is what gets results. Okay. So that's post things dealt with. Now, the biggest area of myths about LinkedIn is in making connections and what you do with your connections. So let's address that now. Now, there are people who genuinely believe that LinkedIn is only for connecting with people that you know in person or people that you actually do know. Hmm. Interesting idea. So unless, you, unless I meet you, I can't connect with you because otherwise I don't see what, I don't, wouldn't, I think the world probably stopped being round. It might become flat. You never know. But no, I, look, the notion of connecting with people you know is just silly. Now, how, there's different ways I can I look at this. Now, why would you go to a party and only talk to the person that you know who invited you? What's the point of that? There's other people there. You know, there's other people on LinkedIn. There's millions of them, some of who are your potential customers. Many of them are your potential customers. You know, And if you don't reach out to them, then, like I say, you just be like two ships in the wind, never to meet and never to be, do business together. Now, as far as LinkedIn is concerned, you know a lot more than people that you're connected with that you know already in real life. That's why LinkedIn has its first level connections for people that you know, ideally you've met, or at least you're connected with. And then also there's, there's the second level connections. So that's their friends. And then... There's a third level of connections, which is the, the connections of the people, of your friends. So now you've got three levels of so people you know, people they know, and people that they know. Your friends are friends of friends. Like I said in, my, in, the, in the last episode of the learning, you know, LinkedIn lets you connect with these three levels of people, which opens up your connections potential to millions if you've got enough first level connections. Yeah, use the network. The white don't restrict yourself on the people that you've met. That's just silly. All you're doing is a part of opportunities. And I dare say the people that you know already, are they your customers? If they're not, there's a reason for that. And you certainly can't rely on them to become a customers one day. They may well be, but you know, literally most people that we know, you know, friends or family don't buy from us. Those that you know, they've already bought from you or they're not interested in buying from you. So don't restrict yourself just to those people. Yeah. Expand your network on LinkedIn. The more connections you have, the more potential connections you can have. How many of those people could, could be potential customers? Don't just connect with people you know. Okay. Now, when we connect with people, that's the first step. Now, if I hear, you know, do, do, it annoys me. That's why I'm sort of struggling to get it out. You know, there are people who sit there and I, I hear them daily. You know, some, are, some sit where I sit, you know, they're LinkedIn gurus. 
and they say, oh, don't sell on LinkedIn. Don't, I hate getting messages from people I connect with. When I do, I just delete them. It's not true. It's just not true. Look, most people realize, like, most people who benefit from LinkedIn realize that you have to be active. You know, they realize you have to reach out to people that you're connected with, otherwise nothing happens. Many of the people who say don't sell on LinkedIn are reaching out to people that they're connected with. See, the point is not whether you message me when we connect. The point is that, you know, I don't want a sales pitch when we, when we connect. Of course I don't. No one likes being sold to. Who does? No one does. So no surprise people on LinkedIn don't want to get sold to. Alas, there is something about people you're connected with. Do you actually know what they do? If you don't know what they do, how can you ever buy from them? Same question works in reverse. People that you're connected with, do they know what you do? If they don't know what you do, then how are, they, are you ever going to do business with them? See, LinkedIn is not, you can't sell on LinkedIn. No, you shouldn't sell on LinkedIn. Of course you shouldn't. But you shouldn't sell anywhere, really. Yeah. And we live, this, we live in this quirky world where I hate adverts. I hate ads on telly, on my magazines, my newspapers, online. I just hate ads until I see the ad for what I actually want to buy. You know, everyone hates that until they see what they actually want to buy. And when they see what they want to buy, it's great to see that ad. If you don't advertise, I'm never going to see it. The same on LinkedIn. We don't like getting messages from people that we don't, we're not interested in. Of course we don't. But unless we, unless you send that, that message, I'm never going to be interested. Now, this, I say that it's not whether you send a message to me after we connect. You know, I don't want a, monologue, a long book and a long monologue about your services. I don't want you your website you know, in my, in my inbox. But there's nothing wrong with saying, right, thanks for connecting. Here's what I do. You know, it'd be good to know what you do. And, you know, if we, if we want to have a chat, then why don't we just have a chat? That's very different to saying, right, thanks for connecting. You know, here's a discount. You know, go to my website and buy what I sell. See, one is information. The other one is selling. You know, again, another way to look at it is, like, if you go to a networking event, why would you go and just stand in the corner and not tell anyone what you do? And believe you me, I see, I, I know people, I hear people who complain that network, some networking events are too salesy. I just shake my head when I hear that. And I hope when I go into networking events, of course, it's to make friends, make connections, meet people, yeah, and also it's to get business. And if you don't tell people what you do, you know, if you can't refuse to do your, you, well, you could refuse to do your one minute, one minute pitch networking event. That's counterproductive. You know, all you'd say, you know, you're not trying to sell, you're trying to tell people what you do. And those who are interested, it will make a beeline for you. That's how the world works. The same on LinkedIn. You know, tell me what you do. If I'm interested, I come to you. If I'm not interested, I'll tell you I'm not interested. That's as simple as it gets. Don't be scared to message people to tell them what you do on LinkedIn. It's not a hard sell, it's information. One of the biggest mistakes that people make on LinkedIn is to you know, is to believe, assume think that the only way you're going to benefit from LinkedIn is by getting more clients. You know, that's what I call the me, me, me mentality. You know, it's all about you. It's all about you selling. It's all about you doing to others. When in reality, you know, people benefit from LinkedIn in many different ways. Now, personally, myself, you know, I've bought off people on LinkedIn because you know, the service could help my business. I, you know, I have happily buy from my network. That's what they're there for. Now, much any networking, any networking group that you belong to, any networking you, you do, 
unless you're willing to buy from the people in your network, literally you are not using that network properly. Now buying from someone in your network gives you kudos, boosts that strengthens that relationship, and you know it opens up avenues for you. You know, so if someone on LinkedIn, yeah, for example, starts singing your praises after doing business with you, you're aware, aren't you? You know, what they can introduce, you know, they can introduce you to their network, their friends, those people you want to meet, or you know, the wider network. And then, you know, it's always worth looking beyond just being a salesperson on LinkedIn. You know, you can use your network, let's say, for referrals, for introductions. You can use your network for advice, for guidance, and to buy from. Yeah, so I've got a customer you know, who's using, who we're working with her to, to try and get her network to support her book, you know, her book writing campaign. That's fine. The people to be interviewed, people to add it to her book, people who can, you know, they can all benefit together by working together. That's what a network is for. You're trying to sell what you do only. You're trying to get only you get the benefit. It's fool's gold. If you know, if you do that, then you're missing the chance on LinkedIn. Now, one to number ten, by the way. So almost there. Now, it's one of the biggest sins I see on LinkedIn. Yeah, I call it a sin, but you know, it's it's understandable. You know, so some people believe that the only way to go on LinkedIn, the only way you're going to get prospects is by giving away free stuff. You know, they want to they connect with you. Next thing you know, they send, they send you an offer of a free ebook or a free consultation, you know, a free document. Literally, worse, worse, they might say, go to my website, sign up for my newsletter, and then you get all this free stuff. Hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah, you might get some some people respond, but the vast majority, the vast, vast majority of people that you connect with on LinkedIn will not respond to your free offer. You know, it's not that free doesn't work. Don't get, you know, I say vast majority, some will, of course they will. And, you know, if 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 low if low numbers work for you, then you know, that's up to you. you know, I've had clients who believe that if someone signs up for the for the newsletter or for their program, you know, whatever it is on, on the website that they've got. Then if we get to if we get those people into the funnel, then they will convert them into paying customers. I, I find that hard to believe, but it's uh, courses for courses. You know, I'm I'm fake. You know, I'm always happy to see what works. You know, but essentially, you know, we have enough free stuff around. There's nothing we can't find free on the internet. You know, you can find free advice, free resources, free everything. So you offering me free is not going to make me want to respond and react. If you want me to respond and react, then tell me in simple, in a very simple way, how you can help me make my life better, and whether that's making me faster, achieve more, now make more, do more. Literally, unless you can help me, then free is pointless. I'm not going to respond to just free. You know, I can either get what I want free, or I can pay for it. You know, literally, if I want something that badly, then I will get it. You know, if you rely on just a free model to build your connections and to build your pipeline, you'll be quite disappointed. A lot of people don't need free. They need you know, solutions to the problems. If you can do so, tell me how, and then I probably want to talk to you. See, the last the last crime, the last myth about LinkedIn, again, I see this every day. You must see this every day too. You know, we all get connection requests from people. And as soon as you connect, you know, like I've mentioned already, you know, you get bombarded with messages. Now, again, don't confuse that with getting a message to say what I do. You know, sending me a message 
it's almost that it's fine. I don't. I really don't mind. You know, I can ignore it. I can say no, I'm not interested. I'll just leave it. Just walk on by. What I would really begrudge and what loads of what everyone hates is some business belief that if I send you more and more messages, eventually I can beat you down into engaging with me and wanting to buy from me. It doesn't work. You know, it really, it really doesn't work. You know, if I didn't respond to your first message, chances are I'm not going to respond to your second. Or, the, or your ninth message, you know, because, you know, you can, you know, as we guess, you know, send enough messages in, in, in an ad for night. You know, literally, there's no point you skip sending messages. After the first one, the second one at a push, it's time to stop. You know, in, our, in anyone's world, once, you, once I ignore your message or say no, you carry on sending them, that's called spam. That's why I say, you know, literally LinkedIn does not like people spamming people. You know, and you know it's a crime in LinkedIn's world when you spam people by messaging them repeatedly, pointlessly, and trying to sell to them. You know, with your spammy message. If you carry on doing it, you may well end up in LinkedIn jail. You know, which means they'll block your account, at least restrict your account. And if you're really unlucky, then you get totally blocked and you kicked off LinkedIn for good. See, there's many ways to make LinkedIn work for your business. Holding the wrong beliefs is not going to cut it. You know, literally, you don't have to be a job seeker to be on LinkedIn. Of course you don't. Yeah. And, you know, you, it helps to pay for LinkedIn to get more access, which opens up more avenues to get what you want. You know, advertising certainly helps. But by all means, you know, try it. If it works for you, then you invest your money. If you get money from it, then invest your money in it. Otherwise, you, know, you can do most things organically on LinkedIn, if you, especially if you pay for the, for the premium services. But I didn't say for, pay for premiums, pay for premium services, premium access. You know, you certainly, you certainly post on LinkedIn because the more you post, the more touch points, more visibility you have, especially with your connections and with, uh, with potentially new connections. Yeah, but you can't rely on posts to bring you enough leads or prospects you know, to build your business. You might get one or two every so often, but you're not going to, you're not going to transform your business overnight. It's just, it's just not. Yeah. And please don't stalk people who comment or engage with your posts on LinkedIn. Yeah. Again, you might get a few results, but most people who engage with your posts are not looking to do business with you. That they're just not. If, if they were, then they will connect with you and they will get, they'll contact you directly. You know, it's by all means, you know, make connections with new people on LinkedIn. The more you know your target market and you use LinkedIn to find them, you know, whether you engage with the posts, you know, whether you connect with them directly, you know, literally that's the avenue to open up how LinkedIn can generate leads for you. LinkedIn is much more than just looking for customers. Like that is about building your network. You know, it's, a, it's a network. So what makes LinkedIn so special is that it's the, it's the best and the closest thing to in-person networking that's online. That's why you know, literally like the people on there, they're serious people, most of them. There's some jokers, of course there are. But most of them are serious people who you can find who are interest, potentially interested in what you do. And you know, if they knew, then they you exist and they see the value of what you can provide for them, they might actually want to engage with you. Beyond that, they can they can also, they can also help you and your business in many ways through referrals, introductions, you know, through support. It's what a network, it's what a network is there for. You know, use your network, use that network you know, to build your business, not just through sales. And as I said, you know, there's no point spamming people on LinkedIn. It's, you know, it doesn't work. You know, but then don't mistake spamming people with informing people what you do. You know, I think there's a very it's a fine line, but literally you know, we know what spam looks like. We know what information looks like. We know what selling looks like. Don't sell on LinkedIn, don't spam people, but you can inform them what you do and invite them to a conversation. So that's today's 
you know, learning. And if you want to find out more about how LinkedIn works, like I will say, you know, tune in for the next episode, you know, or get in touch, you know, message me. And you know, I happily have a chat with you and uh, engage in dialogue with you and want any inquiries, any questions that you may have. Until next episode. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.